Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this week I'm talking about memories. Some memories are positive, some are not so positive, some sad memories, and then there's flashbulb memories where you remember those big events and exactly where you were. Hey, so I'm going to talk about memories. Um, We all have those moments in our lives that are just very memorable. Uh, I remember taking a a psych class a couple semesters ago, and uh, we talked about flashbulb memory. I know when I drive through... uh, through Danbury, uh, Connecticut, where my parents grew up, uh, my father will point out his elementary school, and you see that window over there? That's where I was when when Kennedy got shot, and he remembers those things. I mean, the first big um, event in my life was the space shuttle Challenger explosion, and I know exactly where I was when I first heard about it, um, 9-11 being a big one. Um, Princess Diana, uh, I know where I was exactly when I heard that for the first time on the radio and that news happened. Um, so you have those type of memories that we're always going to remember those big moments. Um, I don't want to call them pop culture moments, but for the most part, that's what they are. Uh, so we remember those moments and where we were. Um, but then we have the more personal memories and, and how we go about um, celebrating them or trying to avoid them at times. Um, I mean, positive memories uh, for me, um, big things are just... in. For me, Christmas Eve is a bigger day than Christmas Day. Um, I know in a lot of uh, religions or cultures, uh, Christmas Eve is bigger from a a religious or cultural standpoint. But for me, that was the day that my entire family on my mother's side got together. We'd go to my aunt's house, uh, my aunt Olga, my mother's older sister. We would go to uh, my aunt Olga and Uncle Charlie's house and the entire family would be there. Again, this is my mother's side of the family, but it was my mother and my uncle, my two aunts, so her brother and two sisters, uh, and all the cousins. And, and we had a relatively small family. We didn't have a, a huge amount of cousins, um, but we were all there. And then Grandma Phyllis, which was my Uncle Charlie's uh, mother. Um, so that's going on the other side of, of their family, but then my grandparents were there. And I just remember uh, growing up and going there and and having the party and all the food and all the gifts and the Christmas tree and and my cousins, um, my Aunt Olga's uh, kids, my cousin Mark and Jeff, they're 10 years older than me. And so as I'm 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, moving up into my teen years, uh, I remember uh, my uncle had a pool table up in the attic. They had a a big raised ranch with the walk-up attic and they had a pool table. And me and my cousins my age and my brother and stuff like that, we would play on the pool table. But then when it became the adult time to play pool we had to stay away and you just kind of remember that that first year that you're old enough to play with the adults and I mean I want to say it's somewhere around and maybe 13 14 uh, I don't remember exactly but you just kind of remember that oh now you're being and accepted to jump in on a game with with the big kids with the adults and and that was always exciting um, I remember talking recently with my uh, with my brother about it that seemed like every year we got uh, a slot car racetrack, and that was the big exciting thing to get. Um, my cousin Jeff had, I mean, from what I remember as a kid, miles worth of track. I mean, he probably had a good 100 feet or more worth of track, and it, it took up. I mean, that's my memory as a 9- or 10-year-old. I mean, it was probably, I mean, no bigger than a sheet of plywood, but to me it looked huge because he had a whole bunch of sets. So just remember getting stuff like that. 
doing exciting things like that, um, just fam that family tradition that you would do. Um, unfortunately, family traditions will come and go with different generations. Um, I mean, I remember saying it to my mother uh, that I mean, there was a movie, I know I'm jumping back and forth, but there was a movie called Soul Food. And I remember in this movie, when grandma passed away, the family kind of fell apart. And I don't want to say my family fell apart when my grandmother passed away, but it wasn't that big group of people getting together anymore. Now, with that said, my aunt and uncle had moved down to Florida. My other aunt is out in Oregon. Uh, my other uncle and moved down to Florida. So they're all over uh, the country, pretty much. My mother's down and in North Carolina now. So obviously, logistically, that generation has spread themselves across the country and and then it would be time kind of for my generation but then again even with my cousins and a couple of them are down in florida my my brother's an hour away which isn't obviously out of the way for family stuff um but far enough away where just the logistics of getting those big groups together uh, are just and a little diff difficult, a little different. So you try to get different family traditions. I know uh, my brother has hosted uh, Christmas Day uh, dinners or uh, and just that whole get together. So it wasn't really extending that tradition, but starting a new one. And when we get there, um, it, it's great. I mean, other times, uh, again, when you have your families and especially when you're married, you got to go and to this side and to that side. You go to your family and then you go to your spouse's family on, on the off years. And like I told my wife that make sure you let your parents know that you get every third holiday because this is coming from a divorced family. So it's okay. It's my father's one year, my mother's one year, and then your parents. So it, it's a three-year rotation. Uh, and then if you have both sides of the family that are divorced and in the event they can't get together, now you're on a four-year rotation, so you might not do that Christmas or Thanksgiving with that particular set of parents or grandparents every four years. Um, and we've since gotten to the point where we can have a, a holiday event and have my father and my stepmother and my mother and my stepfather all together, and it's civil, and that's great. But I do have, even within my family, situations where that can't be done. Um, so to go on to a, a, another memory, so I mentioned my aunt... Um, my mother had sent me a text and I'm in work. I come out of work uh, when I was working at the shop and it says, Jason, give me a call as soon as you get this. So I call her uh, and she's like, I said, I got your text. What do you need? She's like, it's very, very sad. It, it's, it's really sad. Well, what's going on? It's, it, it's really sad, but I'm at the mo at motor vehicle. I'm at DMV and they just called my number. So I'm going to have to call you back. Well, you can't leave me hanging. What's it, It's sad, but I'll call you back. Okay understandable motor vehicle is i mean anyone that's been to motor vehicle knows it's a nightmare it's uh the the longest line in history it takes you forever so when your number is called you make sure you don't miss it so i call her back or she calls me back half an hour later or so and uh she lets me know that my aunt had passed away her older sister the one that hosted these christmas parties um now my aunt was also my my aunt and uncle were my godparents so my aunt was my godmother um, I mean, past few years, and again, like I said, they had moved to Florida. They had since moved back to Rhode Island. Um, but it was, I haven't seen them much in probably the past 10 years. But again, those those childhood memories of being there. Um, and as much as it's obviously sad that my aunt passed away, I'm always going to remember 
the funny aspect of DMV is such a nightmare that my mother had to hold off the news of what was going on. And so there's always part of me that's going to that's gonna kind of laugh at it and have a little bit of smile and kind of take that smile and remember her life and remember my times with her and, and those Christmas parties. Um, I remember growing up and uh, me and my brother spending the night there. And again, my cousins were 10 years older than me. I mean, I remember playing wiffle ball with my cousin Mark. And I mean, he would bet us that. And if if we won, he had to buy us a small pizza. And if he or if we won, he'd buy us the pizza. And if he won, we had to buy him an ice cream and go into Double Twister, the the ice cream place in Danbury. Or, and they had the hammock in the backyard, which was, as a kid, the neatest thing to just lay in that hammock. Uh, so all those memories, and as, again, as much as the tragic news was heartbreaking and stuff, there there's a part of just getting that relay of the news that I, I'm, it's going to be that memory that I always associate with that just because uh, my number was called in DMV, so I can't tell you what's going on yet. Um, so it's just, again, something to laugh about, uh, a memory I'll, I'll never forget. And we have other times where memories are, uh, are amazing, where we have... I mean, events that we've done with friends or with family um, or even trips maybe we took on our own uh, or events that we've we were part of on our own that you you want to share you want to share those memories with with your friends uh, and obviously getting together high school reunion and stuff like that you you get around with your buddies or your teammates from the high school soccer or baseball team or whatever team you're on or I mean, band anything like that and you're you're reminiscing and you're talking about that I mean I was recently up at my father's, and my father was in the military. He had three guys that he was in the military with, and I mean, you just sit there and listen to them talk about their their army stories and and stuff like that. And I mean, here they are in their in their seventies, and and sharing the memories that they had from twenty, thirty, forty, even I mean, possibly fifty years ago together. Um, I mean, I look at I'm approaching my thirty year high school reunion, and I'm going to have memories uh, and from friends. I mean. If I went to middle school with these guys, I've I've known them for forty years, um, so it, it's it's exciting to go over those memories. But then there's times when you have memories with people, but they're not as excited to reminisce and share them. And and sometimes that's difficult. Sometimes we have to stay away from memories. I mean, an anniversary of something might be coming up, or a memory might be coming up that you really want to share and talk about it, but the other people are not as excited to to reminisce and to share it and to discuss it. So sometimes it's better on both parts to just maybe avoid it. And it might not have been a negative memory, it might have been a very positive memory, um, but just knowing that the other people don't really want to talk about it, it it, it sometimes does I mean, kind of I mean, tug at the heartstrings where you, you just kind of avoid it because you want to be excited, you want to... I mean, look at those memories and look at those photos, but at the same time, it, it hurts knowing that the other people are not as excited about it. Um, so I know that's a, a difficult situation for people. And we all have to have memories, and or we have to deal with our memories in our own way. And obviously, um, there's people where you have those exciting times of the years. You have New Year's and Christmas or birthdays or anything like that. And if you happen to have a family member that passes away on those days, it's hard to celebrate. I mean, I remember the movie Gremlins when they're walking around and I uh, can't remember her name, but the, the the girl in the movie, she's talking about how she doesn't like Christmas because that's the day her father passed away. 
So obviously every time Christmas comes around, it's supposed to be exciting, but your memory goes to that negative aspect of, of losing a loved one. So there's going to be times like that. And I mean, we've always heard the phrase, well, you got to have fun. You got to excited because that's what grandma would have wanted or that's what your parents would have wanted. And yes, you're right that that's probably what they would have wanted, but it doesn't make it any easier to celebrate when the anniversary of mourning comes up. Um, other couple memories for me, okay? again, going with a, a, a parent passing away. So I had my two grandmothers, my I mean, Volvo, which is my Portuguese grandmother on my mother's side, and then my grandmother on, on my father's side. Um, I had a better relationship and just more of a relationship with my Portuguese grandmother, with Volvo, uh, because she lived close. She was half an hour away. My grandmother on my father's side lived in Florida. I mean, growing up, I mean, if I saw her a dozen times before she moved back to Connecticut or New York, it was probably a lot over the course of my, I mean, first 18 years of life or more. Um, when she was local, I, I made the attempt to, to spend some time with her and see her uh, as much as I could. So when my grandmother passed away, when Volvo, my Portuguese grandmother, passed away, and yeah, my parents are divorced, um, they're having the, the wake, and my grandmother and my father come to the wake, and my grandmother comes up to me and my brother, and she looks at us in all seriousness and says, I better see you at mine. Not sorry for your loss, and just, I better see you at mine. So, again, something to laugh at. She was your stereotypical cranky old lady. So, when my wife was pregnant, she was getting um, contractions with our first son, with Brian. We go into the doctors on Tuesday, and we knew it was going to be a scheduled C-section. And the doctor says, okay, well, let's schedule the C-section. How's tomorrow morning? And I said, nope, can't be tomorrow. That's my grandmother's service. She said she better see me at hers. I can't miss it or she'll haunt me for the rest of her life. So that's why my bro my son, why Brian, was born on April 7th and not April 6th because my grandmother would have haunted me. She told me I better be there. I couldn't miss it. My father said I had a good out, but I wasn't taking the chance. Um, so again, just one of those funny things to, that I'm always going to remember. And another one was when uh, Maria and I bought our first home, the, the one I'm recording this in. Uh, we sat at the table at my father's house, and uh, she slid a check across the table to help us out. And instead of saying, congratulations, good luck, I wish you the best, she said, I hope I get this back before I die. That's the type of woman she was. Uh, loved her to death, but she was not an easy one to, to deal with. So, again, these, these funny things that you're going to remember. Um, when they rolled out the, uh, the paper for my wife to walk down the aisle for, for the wedding, it ran out. It stopped short. I mean, just that funny little thing that we're going to kind of always remember. Um, and memories are, are tough. Like I said, you're going to have those sad times. You're going to have those good times. You're going to have those good times that, unfortunately, you don't have the people to share them with or the people that aren't interested in sharing with them, which makes it a tough time. Um, you look at a, a, a time that I mean, was one of the greatest you ever had, but when it comes down to the anniversary of it or sharing it, the people or, or the person you would love to sit there and reminisce and share it with, it just doesn't happen. And, and that makes it difficult. It almost makes that, that time feel sad and and hard to deal with. Um, but you, you you have to deal with it the, the best way you can. Um, and you're going to have two people that 
that go through the same experience and deal with it different. I mean, you, you look at some of the tragic stuff. I mean, I, I mentioned, obviously, the Space Shuttle Challenger explosion, um, 9-11 that everyone knows. I mean, everyone, regardless of where you are in the country, possibly listening to this, I mean, knows about the Sandy Hook shooting. And you know that I coach archery. I actually had a girl in my program that was in that class. That was her class. So you you think about the memories and the the flashbacks and what that person, that that kid is dealing with um we're gonna have those those tragic moments and hopefully i mean moving forward people don't need to live those type of tragic moments um, but even again even the uh the moments we share with other people again you can have i mean two people that have that relationship with grandma or even with their parents where one of them has a great experience and, and a great relationship and the other one doesn't so when you look back and you say, oh, yeah, I had a great childhood, and the other person saying, oh, that was terrible for me, unfortunately, we're going to we're gonna look at the same events or the same time frame or, or the same experiences in a different way. And again, you, you have to do it what's appropriate for you. Same thing with mourning. I mean, I remember going back to, to Volvo, my Portuguese grandmother, um, when she passed away, uh, my, cousin, my cousin Christiane was going to be getting married I believe that same year it was relatively close and I just remember her saying Volvo better not wear black to my wedding because when you go again with that cultural thing um, you go like the old school Portuguese culture when the husband passes away the bride then wears black for the rest of her life in, in mourning and when my grandfather had passed away um, my cousin was so concerned that my grandmother was going to wear I mean head to toe black at her wedding and um so it's it's all those those funny little things you can look at and uh, hopefully laugh at a lot of memories again that the, the sad memories are going to be tough um again getting the news of my grandfather passing away um he had had i mean i've mentioned in family history um and i can go to all the memories of that uh, here's another one for my for my grandmother when my father had his first heart attack at 45 years old i don't know who appointed my grandmother as the spokesperson but i came home my grandmother said i have some bad news your father had a heart attack he's okay and i put those pauses in there because that's how she told it to me it's like seriously i mean who who put you in charge of relaying this message to your grandson that his father just had a heart attack. Um, but like I said, my father's had four, my mother's had one, uncle on my father's side, cousin on my mother's side, and both my grandfathers had multiple. And my mother, I, she's a, a retired APRN, she's been a nurse. I mean, she actually saved my uncle one time. She gave him CPR. Um, she pretty much brought him back to life um, one time. So. Uh, eventually he did have another heart attack. He was found right outside his house on the sidewalk in the snow and December 29th. I remember he was supposed to go for a procedure. He was very reluctant, very reluctant. Eventually he finally said, okay, I'll do it. Obviously December 29th is leading into the new year's holiday. Offices are closed. It's scheduled. I want to say he was supposed to go January 2nd or January 3rd, something like that, but he missed it by four days, never made it. So again, it's that memory and I remember my brother and his friend got the phone call from my uncle and my my mother was out grocery shopping and 
my brother had a like a walkie-talkie uh, headset again before cell phones and he and his friend were running around the grocery store with these headsets looking for her um, to give her the message and you're gonna remember those things um, but again trying to go and look at the good times so instead of I mean, thinking about my grandfather I and mean, like my mother said the way it went I and mean, found being found by the neighbor face down in the snow is not a pleasant way to remember him but I remember him I and mean, working in the garden and yelling at us for throwing his grapes around and, and seeing them in, in his wine cellar and listening to him on the radio. He was on the Portuguese radio station. Not that I could understand it, but just being able to. And I remember when I worked at Chuck E. Cheese in Waterbury, I was in high school at the time. Give me a break. Uh, best job I ever had, by the way. Uh, got paid to play air hockey with kids. So I would drive home, and usually it was right around the cutoff time of the radio station, but I'd listen to him for that last five minutes and I understood enough Portuguese to listen to him just say, like, I mean, good night and see you tomorrow in Portuguese. So, I mean, it was just those are the type of memories rather than the tragic thing, remembering stuff like that. And I remember going to a music store and he's like, hey, look at that guitar with two arms. I mean, it, it's, it's a double neck guitar, not arms, which is remembering, again, translating to English, not knowing the, the parts of the instrument. So we, we have to try to remember the good times, even when there's the tragedy of of death, um, which obviously that's something none of us can avoid. We have to look back and, and try to remember the good times we had with that person or those people. And um, same thing with those memories that um, unfortunately people might not want to share uh, and talk about. Uh, if you can just sit back by yourself and, and reminisce and think about the good aspect of it and why that is such a good memory. Um, do that and by yourself. Um, yes, it's not as enjoyable as it would be talking about it and discussing it. But unfortunately, like I said, two people can have be in the same situation, be part of the same event, but look at it in different ways. And if one party wants to share it and talk about it, but the other party doesn't, we have to respect that and we have to and just do what we can independently and and think about those memories but and keep in mind we're, we're all going to have them we're all going to have memories positive negative um just those again those pop culture memories where again i remember the space shuttle 9-11 stuff like that and just handle your memories your way and everything's gonna be good so hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you next week shift mindset podcast is for entertainment purposes only while the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.